Good morning. I'm Dave Jackson. Welcome to another JPR live session where we get to know artists we admire and hear intimate live performances from the JPR Steve Nelson Performance Studio on the campus of Southern Oregon University. With me today is the Hanukkah Castle Trio, fronted by Oregon-born Scottish-style fiddler, producer, and music teacher Hanukkah Castle. Her latest record, Infinite Brightness, came out last spring. Good morning, Hanukkah. It's a pleasure to have you in the studio, and uh, the Hanukkah Castle Trio is performing tonight at the Grizzly Peak Winery in Ashland at 7 o'clock. You can find more information at seats at cagefreeconcerts.com. Saturday, you can hear them in Hanukkah's hometown of Port Orford at the Zion Lutheran Church, and Sunday at the Arcata Playhouse. You're playing as a trio, and you got some folks with you with impressive resumes of their own. Introduce the band. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so wonderful to be here. Um, I have over here on my left, Keith Murphy. He lives in Brattleboro, Vermont, uh, originally from Newfoundland. And then um, someone not, uh, well, very, very familiar with the Ashland area, Tristan Claridge over here on my right. Um, he came up from California today and he's playing cello. Yep. And he has been part of the Bee Eaters, among several other uh, acts. They're uh, pretty well-known in the Northern California, Southern Oregon area. And you just got a new uh, award. What? Tell us about that. <laughs> um, they call it the Grand Masters Fiddle Championship, but it's it's been going on out in Nashville, Tennessee for many decades. And, and it's an honor, and it's also just a, a fun time to hang out with people playing that old Texas fiddling that I grew up with. Nice. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. And uh, welcome to JPR. Um, Tristan and Keith, you guys are both on Infinite Brightness, and so were some other pretty accomplished musicians. Who else is on that new album? Yeah, it was really fun to kind of work with the core group of of Keith, Tristan, and Jenna Moynihan, a mm. great fiddle player who lives in Boston area. Um, and then we also had Jan Falke um, from the band Genticorum. He came in and played some guitar on a couple tracks. And uh, we recorded that actually last year, this time in Vermont, mm. with, the, with the leaves changing all around us. Okay. Well, how about a song to start off with? What do you guys want to play? Uh, we're going to play a tune that I wrote on March 17th, 2020, um, which is known most places as St. Patrick's Day, but Boston has an extra holiday where everybody gets it off. And I don't know why they need to have St. <laughs> Patrick's Day off. You can just guess. Uh, but it's called Evacuation Day. And it seemed um, appropriate maybe uh, around then to have an evacuation day. (laughs) Hanukkah Castle, Keith Murphy and Tristan Claridge are my guests today in a JPR live session. They're playing tonight at Grizzly Peak Winery in Ashland. This is evacuation day.
That is Evacuation Day, the Hanukkah Castle Trio here on a JPR live session. So you grew up on the Oregon coast at Port in Port Orford. I did, yeah. Uh, how, how does one go from there to getting involved in Scottish-style <laughs> fiddle playing? Um, so I was actually born in California, Okay. but I moved to Oregon when I was one. Moved to Port Orford, Oregon. Um, I did a little bit of Suzuki violin when I was little. And then um, I've told this story. It's kind of fun. But we saw an ad on television for the Crescent City Fiddle Contest. Um, and so I was like 11 years old. And my teacher, I think, was... I had kind of stopped playing classical music or, you know, Suzuki violin. And uh, and so we went down there. I learned a couple tunes. There was an old-time fiddler in my town. He taught me, like, Boil Them Cabbage Down, Tennessee Walls, Red Wing, whatever. And I had Aunt Rody already from Suzuki. Like, <laughs> So I went down there. And actually the really fun connection about this is that I remember practicing. And two, like, tables over, Tristan and Tashina Claridge uh-huh. were, like, practicing and like Tristan was like three or something like this <laughs> is like with hair down to his feet um I the story there that I have is that I came in like last Luke Bola won my round uh my my division and I came in last but I like I met um I saw and met a woman who had become my fiddle teacher Carolyn Wheeler um at that contest and I was kind of mesmerized by her she was like really fun and, and just a great fiddle player and I went to a camp that she did and then I started taking lessons from her up in Portland and then this leads me, <laughs> right around the time I met her, she had been playing all kinds of fiddle music, but she met Alistair Fraser mm-hmm. and started playing Scottish music. And so she was kind of encouraging me for many years to learn Scottish music. And then I finally, like four years later, learned some Scottish tunes. Wow. And later on, you went to Berkeley School of Music, where you're uh, a guest professor sometimes. Is that right? Is it- um, yeah. I've not. I wouldn't say professor. I've just come in and guest taught in the okay. American Roots Division, which uh-huh. is... Um, an amazing new department started by Matt Glazer uh-huh. at Berkeley. And you also, you have um, some online fiddle courses yeah. that I saw. Actually, that's all Oregon related and Texas style fiddle related too. Um, so really- you got some more old yeah. me as well as the Scottish. <laughs> Fiddlevideo.com was started by my friend Casey Willis, uh-huh. who is another Texas fiddler from those old days. He lives in, he was in Pendleton then, he's in Bend uh-huh. now. And so it's based out of there. And you teach at Alistair's, uh, Fraser's camps, right? Mm-hmm. And then also your your husband, Mike Block, you teach at his camps too. I do, so, yeah. Yeah, he has a camp in Florida. And he he also has an impressive resume. Do you want to share a little about what he, he does? He does, yeah. Mike has a bunch of different groups that he leads. Uh-huh. Um, he leads a bluegrass band and a and a head duo with a tabla player. And then he's played in the Silk Road Ensemble. Right. Um, with and then he's Yo-Yo also played Ma. in the Hanukkah Castle Band. So right. like, look at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Quite cool. And rounding out your resume, you've produced albums, including the Hop High album by Crooked Still, which sort of like brings all of these <laughs> things back together. Is that right? Yeah, I did. I like, I co-produced the Hop High album with Crooked Still. Uh-huh. It was their first album. Um, Rashad Eggleston had been a cello player in my band for a long time and oh. was just really good friends with all four of that original group, which then Tristan went on, Tristan and Bridget right. has, went on to take Rashad's place right. um, when he when he started doing more Tornado Rider stuff. So that, but, and that, so that kind of launched some careers, that Hop High album a bit, like Efo Donovan yes. from an early age yeah. and stuff like that. Did, so, yes. so pretty cool. Amazing. Pretty cool to be involved in that. That's a, yeah. That's a, cool. Well, uh, why don't you guys play another song? Great. Well, we're going to play um, a set of tunes here that I wrote as commissions, actually, for an organization called Many Hopes mm-hmm. um, that supports um, some some uh, an orphanage in Kenya. Um, and this was a great story because I had been announcing these commissions and these two different people separately emailed, emailed me afterwards asking if they could buy a tune for 
their partner and they were each other. Like wow. <laughs> they basically, um, uh, the husband bought one for the wife and it was supposed to be a big surprise. Anyway, wow. I didn't really keep it as a good surprise, but the <laughs> tunes are called Serendipity and Making Tracy Smile. It's the Hanukkah Castle Trio in a JPR live session.
That's the Hanukkah Castle Trio in a JPR live session. The trio is performing tonight at Grizzly Peak Winery in Ashland. You can find tickets and information at seats at cagefreeconcerts.com. So the songs on Infinite Brightness um, were kind of inspired by events that were happening around the time you were writing them. Some of them are kind of personal, some of them are more global. Talk to us about your your themes on there. Yeah, um, so I had a baby in 2019. and um, Congratulations. And so the last album I had made, I had recorded in 2017. And kind of between that time from 2017 to 2022, when I recorded this new album, uh, I had... I had written a lot of these commissions, first of all, and they had kind of like stacked up and I hadn't recorded them yet. So I, I was kind of talking about this on the album that like I had all these tunes that were written for a lot of like very joyous things, mm-hmm. um, like people like getting married and people having a baby and all that stuff. And then at the same time, I had just several like very close friends pass away. And so I, um, some of the tunes are for those people too. And so I think with the pandemic and everything, it just felt like this very hard time, like so much loss and also like so much joy when you would actually get together with people and you would see people. And I feel like I wanted to kind of bring that into an album. The the liner notes for the song Evacuation Day is written on, on as you mentioned before, St. Patrick's Day of 2020. And then you, you had said, when we thought the world was ending, and you said, turns out it was. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It seems like we just thought it was going to be like, okay, it's like a month where we're all. And then, yeah, I mean, we're still. Right. We're still kind of. So, yeah. Like. All different kinds of lust. How, how did you how did you spend that time? Other, well, you recorded an album and you were raising yeah. a baby. What else was going on? <laughs> well, I would say um, that if there's going to be a worldwide pandemic, having a one year old as as two like touring musicians is possibly the best. <laughs> like, it just was like you know it gave us the chance to be home and be together and for our child you know not to have to tour all the time because I had already taken her on tour in 2019 and uh-huh. like. She like had nap time and she had bedtime and she had like snacks <laughs> and you know little like, yeah. regular things. Right. Um, but then I actually recorded two albums during the pandemic that were separate, like kind of like different uh-huh. uh, tangential projects. I made an album of trad Scottish tunes with with this guitarist Jan Falke, who was my uh-huh. neighbor, and so uh-huh. I was able to see him a bunch during the pandemic. And then I made a Christmas album, which I had been wanting to make for like fifteen years, and I just did it remotely. Uh-huh. And I had all my favorite like singers and and fiddle player, you know, all these different people play on it. Oh, that's really cool. I wanted to take a minute uh, before we started. Keith Murphy handed me his new EP. Uh, Keith, welcome to JPR, and uh, talk to me about this uh, new album. I haven't heard a, a note of it yet, so uh, tell me about uh, putting that together and who's on in it. Yeah, well, um, so as Hanukkah mentioned, I'm from Newfoundland, but I've been living in New England for about 30 years now mm. in a little town in southern Vermont called Brattleboro which is kind of a little hotbed of its own of mm. traditional music. And um, and so that's, I, I've been a traditional singer for a long time, kind of drawing a lot on sort of music from Newfoundland, but also Quebec has a big part of my, my repertoire. Uh, and I've uh, I've done a lot of different projects, but, I've, but part of my work has been as a solo singer and producing solo recordings. And um, those had been very acoustic, acoustic based, you know, fairly traditional. Kind of like Hanukkah was just saying, you know, in the pandemic, I picked up on a, on a project idea that I'd had years earlier, which had been from a little concert that I had done where a friend of mine, uh, Anna Nyack, a great electric guitar player, plays with Ronnie Arbo and Daisy Mayhem, a great band mm-hmm. from the East Coast. He had sat in with me and played electric guitar behind some of my trad songs, which was a very different uh, kind of thing than anything I'd done before. And it was just such a beautiful sound, but it was one of those things that I didn't actually pursue. 
And then lo and behold, you know, one of those moments in the pandemic, thinking about, you know, what to do, I revisited that concept and we started working on this project. Again, like Hanukkah said, largely uh, remotely, Uh which we have the technology to do now, thankfully. And so this was a little, um, a a project of uh, six trad songs, largely based on my kind of work with him, but then also bringing in a great bass player, uh, Reed Sutherland, and JT Bates, a phenomenal drummer with uh, um, Bonnie Light Horseman, Anais Mitchell, and has even recorded with Taylor Swift. So I just had these amazing players. Yeah, no kidding. And um, so I was really excited to kind of do this project that was still like very traditional songs sounding at its base, but with these very sensitive, great players kind of bringing this whole other sound to them. Uh-huh. And just, uh, Tristan, what's what's new uh, with, uh, thanks for sharing that with us. What's new with what, yeah, I look forward to listening to this, but um, what, what's been new with you? What's going on in your world? Oh, uh, what's been new with me? Um, a fair bit of being home and homesteading, and that was kind of my angle with, with the, the years of being more off tour was to um, try to set myself up living, you know, off grid in the mountains. Um, right. It was an opportunity for that and, and um, to be able to have that to bring with me when I go out to play music. So there's been quite a, that, quite a bit of that. And also the Bee Eaters um, are, are still making music. And okay. that's, a, that's a long-term project for all of us. Excellent. We heard some Bee Eaters music before the introduction there. Uh-huh. That was <laughs> yeah. nice to hear it. Yeah. Cool. So uh, Hanukkah, uh, folk music in general, it's really steeped in tradition, and there's a lot of people that are hardcore on sticking with these traditions. You're, you have sort of a wide view of fiddle playing. What are you doing, Hanukkah? Right. <laughs> but, 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 and how do you balance that, though, keeping you know the tradition? You, obviously, you're steeped in the tradition. You know what you're doing. Um, how do you balance that with the, your kind of goals with the music? Well, I think I came to the realization I was getting very into like very traditional Scottish and Cape Breton music when I was right around 20. And I, I had gone to Sky a lot and studied with Alistair Fraser and Buddy McMaster. He'd come over there and I'd gone up to Cape Breton a bunch. And um, I just kind of started having this identity thing where I feel, felt like at the end of the day, not really Scottish. Like I have like a tiny bit of Scottish in me, but like the rest is like German and Danish. And and um, my name is not very Scottish sounding. Like there are all these things. And I... And I think I had really stepped away from the Texas style thing. And maybe in my late 20s, I was just like, you know, I am an American Scottish fiddle player. And that comes with, that's a whole thing now. Like, I think it's a very specific style and it's it's different from Scotland. It's different from Cape Breton. And it's, I love it. And I feel like really embracing like every so often if I do something that's like tiny bit Texas style, it's like, like okay, if I do a little like new grass situation because like you know like whatever there's all these influences I've had like I listened a lot to Mark O'Connor when I was a kid and like you know um the Drive album Bailiff Drive. there's all these like right. influences that I have that are not as strong maybe as Buddy McMaster but right. um so that was kind of fun to come to that conclusion so then when I'm writing tunes I can really like embrace that that you know at the same time like three weeks ago I played for a Scottish country dance mm-hmm. in Maryland and I played like super trad Scottish right. like right you know, jigs and reels. Like. Right. Okay. Um, and so it, this might be, this might seem like a silly question, but I was reading another interview you did recently and they asked what I think is a silly question, but I liked your answer and I, I wanted to ask you more about it. They asked if you could have breakfast with anyone, who would it be? And you gave this, an answer of, of a, three people, a, three people. You said, you said Bono, Will Ferrell, and Amy Grant, and yeah. I, that's that is such a wide <laughs> variety of people. Tell tell us about how those people inspire you. 
let's just say that breakfast is kind of irrelevant to that answer. It sure is. It would mow the lawn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, uh, well, I remember saying in that interview, actually, that Bono and Will Ferrell kind of make sense because they're these really extravagant personalities right. that just like, you know, I just love it so much. So over the top. I was actually watching the movie Old School on the airplane yesterday, and I was just like, literally like laughing, and I kept like hitting Keith and be like, please, will you? And he was like, I'm not going to watch that. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm going to see you two play in Las Vegas in December. They're playing at the oh, you're gonna venue see- called The Sphere. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. I am so jealous. I really want to see that. <laughs> yeah. It's very exciting. Except that Larry Mullen Jr. isn't going to play. Yeah, I know. It's very definitely. Yeah. But then Amy Grant is just like, she's like one of my favorite singers since I was little and then she's just like a humanitarian she's in all this like great stuff and I'm just very inspired by her like uh, being like a woman in music and like really like doing her thing for so long and kind of like being I think she has like a really good sense of community uh-huh. like the people around her are you gonna say something else <laughs> <laughs> well I, I was just gonna say that that you know that's it, it's also like not just like a side uh, like a like a tangential kind of question uh-huh. because in reality, like like there's elements of kind of all of those people, I would say, yeah, uh-huh. in Hanukkah's music. Well, I'm, I'm, Hanukkah's actually, she's actually written fiddle tunes for for Will Ferrell. <laughs> several. Uh, I, I think- You're listening, Will Ferrell, please. I wrote you a tune called The Glass Case of Emotion. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think somewhere else you were quote, quoting Ron Burgundy, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, is, that was Ron Burgundy, actually, yep. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, the Hanukkah Castle Band is with me in a JPR live session. They're performing tonight at the at Grizzly Peak Winery. You can find information at seats at cagefreeconcerts.com. What do you want to play us out with? Yeah, we're really excited to play for the Cage Free Concerts concert series. And and actually, I just wanted to say that you're going to hear some songs from Keith tonight if you come to the show and some st- and some stuff from Tristan. So oh, Good deal. Um, okay. Yeah, so there'll be a little singing there. And we'll just end... Um, this is a set of tunes I wrote for one of my friends who who passed away in the past a couple of years. His name was Graham Dazarn, an amazing fiddle player in in the band Child's Play with with Keith and I. So we'll play the set of tunes that I wrote for him. Um, it's called Raise Your Glass and DFC. This is Hanukkah Castle Trio on a JPR live session.
That is the Hanukkah Castle Trio joining me in a JPR live session. That's Hanukkah Castle on fiddle, Tristan Claridge on cello, and Keith Murphy on guitar. They're performing tonight at the Grizzly Peak Winery. Seats or information is at seats at cagefreeconcerts.com. Thanks for joining us today in a JPR live session. It's good to have you in here. Thanks so much for having us. And anyway, we looking forward to new new music from uh, Bee Eaters coming up, and we'll be mm-hmm. looking into this Keith Murphy CD as well. Uh, JPR Live Sessions are engineered by John Griffin of Lunazan Productions, and you can find this and our past JPR Live Sessions at ijpr.org, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Dave Jackson. Thanks for listening. October is our fall fund drive here at JPR. I call it our pumpkin spice fund drive. You can make a donation at our website, ijpr.org support, or call 888-552-6191. Stick around for more open air next.